This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. On our show today is one of the world's top BFFs. That stands for best feline friend. Got you. She has dedicated her career to helping cats live long and healthy lives. I think that's a perfect mission. So please, at this time, give pause and applause and welcome to our show, Dr. Hazel Carney. Hey, Dr. Hazel, glad you're on the show. Thanks, Arden, for having me. This is always great fun. So do you like your new initials after all the board certifications? You can now add BFF. Hey, I think that's a great plan. (laughs) All right, there it is. It's done. It's locked in. Hey, everyone. Dr. Hazel's here to get catty in a good way. She's going to help us figure out ways to bring out the best in our feline friends. But we got to take this commercial break first. So sit, purr, knead, whatever you need to do. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here with some great news. When you plan to travel with your pup or treat them to fun times outdoors, our friends at Carlson Pet Products have mutts have products. Carlson Pet Products offers an array of pet pens. They're lightweight, foldable, and tucked nicely in a carry bag for storage. You can also add an attachable canopy to create a shaded outdoor oasis for your dog. Nice. So dash over to carlsonpetproducts.com today and pick the perfect pet pen for your canine pal. Get 25% off your order plus free shipping using the promo code PETLIFE at carlsonpetproducts.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Dr. Hazel Carney. She knows cats. I mean, really knows cats. She has practiced feline medicine exclusively since 1982. And uh, she's a top cat on some committees for the American Association of Feline Practitioners. Shoot, that's a mouthful, don't you think, Dr. Hazel? That's why we go with AAFP. (laughs) AAFP and everyone, I want you to dash over after the show to their website is so much nicer to remember. 
catvets.com. So check that out. She also is on staff at the West Vet Emergency and Specialty Center. That's in Garden City, Idaho. And uh, she shares her home with her hubby and uh, three cats that have cool names. I'm going to let her tell us. Go ahead. There's kind of a theme going on, Dr. Hazel. <laughs> we have Wyatt Earp, of course. Ivo Silver, and Calamity Jane. Okay. I hope any children were not named that way either. But hey, I, <laughs> no, I, love, these, I love these no. names. I can just see you in Garden City, Idaho. Here, Hyo Silver, away. <laughs> so if, if Hyo Silver's on the counter, do you go Hyo Silver, away? Oh, I've only had one cup of coffee, listeners. Hey, we're going to dive right into how we can bring out the best in our cats. We've got one of the arguably top experts on the planet in Dr. Hazel Carney. We've got some good muse or good news. And uh, tell us a little bit about 2021, much better than 2020, when it comes to some new guidelines. There's a couple of them, right? Yes. We've released both the AAFP AHA combination life stage guidelines okay. and the AAFP senior care guidelines this past year. Now, you just tried to make a giggle. You said, aha, but please, it's no laughing matter. What does A-A-H-A stand for? That's true. Aha is definitely not a laughing manner. It's just another one of those really long names. It's the yeah. American Animal Hospital Association, and they do actually work with that other species that barks. <laughs> I like them both. I actually like people too, Dr. Hazel. So this is a I big deal. Also, we, we just don't tell people that too often. <laughs> well, you know, it is a big deal. These new guidelines, it's been over a decade, hasn't it? Since we've really updated you all with that are specializing in feline medicine. Why is this a big deal to have a feline life stage guideline as well as a senior care guidelines coming out this year? Over the past 13 years, since we wrote the original senior wow. care guidelines, yeah. we've learned so much more medically and behaviorally about cats, as well as the fact that more and more owners do have senior cats. Mm -hmm. Similarly to humans, we now understand that we don't look at a kitten like we do at an adult cat, like we do at a senior cat. So life stages are important in our medical and behavioral care of these patients as well. So we thought we would put together as much as we could to focus on our newer knowledge and the importance of these cats in our lives. So let's dive in. Cats aren't going to tell you, Dr. Hazel, like, I got this kind of pain in my side or, you know, my litter box deposits really aren't going to win an award for quality. They do mass pain and other things. Why is it so important to keep tabs on our tabbies and what is something maybe new in these new guidelines that we didn't really know almost 13 years ago? Cats really do live nine lives because they hide the first eight and a half. If you show vulnerability, you may become somebody's dinner. So yeah, it's our like job to look at the subtleties these cats show us. And part of the emphasis on both sets of guidelines is the importance of keeping records of your cat's weight. Okay. of what it's eating, what it does on a given day, take movies of it, at least take a birthday video 
Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> what the cat's doing has its favorite sleeping place changed. Just something as oh. subtle as moving from the warm bed to the cool floor may indicate early hyperthyroidism or the cat oh. can no longer jump. So the guidelines both link to lots of other very solid information, videos, educational material that help owners and veterinarians evaluate the importance of certain changes in behavior and trends in these cats. And it really is. The trends are so important. This is, I've never heard anybody say this before, with a cat going from a warm, cozy spot to a cool spot, and it may be in a winter in Idaho, that's a really good pet detective clue maybe that you would share with your veterinarian. What is hyperthyroidism? And why is it kind of a sneaky feline disease? Hyperthyroidism is actually one of the most common endocrinological diseases in the aging cat. And it affects every system in the cat's body. So we see tremendous numbers of changes, but it does sneak up on an owner. And unfortunately, the cat actually looks like it feels better early in the disease and an owner is excited as opposed to realizing the implications. So let's talk about that. So years ago, I had a cat named Callie and a cat named Murphy, and they both got hyperthyroidism. I learned from my veterinarians the first round. I thought, wow, Callie's losing weight. And I have probably credit me with that. Not. And uh, turns out it was so along that Callie had to get uh, the radio active I, whatever it's called, you'll know the fancy term. She got sequestered, zapped her thyroids, but it was a good cure and she was good to go for several more years. However, I learned. So when it came to Murphy losing a little weight, I was able to catch it in time with my veterinarian and we were able to put Murphy on a therapeutic diet. So I didn't have to spend zillions. And uh, so tell us about that. Isn't that one of the deals? They start losing weight and they act frisky, but and you credit yourself, you're patting yourself on the back and no, 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 it's hyperthyroidism. <laughs> That's a classic scenario, Arden, that yes, we've been preaching your cat really would be healthier if it lost weight and you've tried and tried and then all of a sudden you're wonderfully successful, but you're too successful. That's uh. never a good sign. And the other thing is the cat continues to eat as though it's just absolutely starving. It also generally drinks more. Its urine volume increases. Some cats that previously were having constipation issues now have nice looking stool. Others develop strange behaviors as though they're seeing things or hallucinating. Wow. Some of them twitch. Lots of things can occur with the disease. Right. So it is good to get it checked out early. But we're yeah. talking about the senior cat. Um, do you have any guesstimate about there's a lot of cats in homes and our our show actually is goes all over the world. We have about a half a million listeners, so they're not all my relatives, even <laughs> though my last name is Moore. We didn't procreate a lot. But what I'm saying is any guess on how many cats in homes are considered seniors and what age do they become seniors? In the guidelines, we define senior as any cat 10 or older. Okay. And using that number, we know that in the United States, almost over half the pet cats are actually now senior cats. Wow. And they're living longer, right? 
definitely living longer. Okay. The key is we want that longer to also be better. I like that. And after the show, everyone, I, gave, I got some homework for you. I want you to please go to the website catvets.com. If you get really good memory or you're jotting this down, also do catvets.com slash senior care and also um, catfriendly.com slash senior. Is that right? Did I do that right? Or probably just uh, catvets.com slash senior hyphen care. Actually, it's slash guidelines hyphen senior care. Okay, just go to catvets.com. You can find it. And search me. for senior cat guidelines. How's that? That sounds great. All you right. can do it. So let's plunge in. We've got older cats. We want to maximize each day with them. I love my favorite topic, pee-pee, poo-poo, urinary issues. So um, what are some things that are signs that you could tell folks that have cats, uh, this is a, a good time to take your cat to a veterinarian. Do not delay. Definitely any time a cat that historically you have not seen drink water Ooh. begins to show up frequently at the water bowl, you would want to take that cat in for evaluation because cats as they age actually do not naturally increase their water intake. Unfortunately, they increase their urine output, which means they kind of dry out. Ooh. And so any increase in water drinking, urine volume, appetite, you would want to take in a cat. The cat that no longer is able to jump to its favorite resting position deserves an orthopedic evaluation. A cat that runs around making noise for no apparent reason also may be suffering from ear ringing, hearing loss, imbalances in metabolites or mineral balance. They can be developing what we would call kitty Alzheimer's or cognitive dysfunction syndrome. Yeah. So again, you would want to get an evaluation, especially a cat that is losing weight. You want okay. to always have evaluated quickly. Well, we, in our household, we have a 16-year-old Mikey and we have 12-year-old one-eyed Mort. Mikey is doing that, what you were alluding to. Hello, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? And he's lost in a corner. We do have all of our cats receive full physical exams every six months. And I do believe the one on the anniversary, the yearly exam, pokes and prods them for urine and blood and all that. Why is it so important to do these comprehensive exams at least once a year, especially on our, our golden oldies? Actually, our senior care guidelines recommend twice yearly or even three times yearly if possible. And the reason for that is cats age much more quickly than humans. In general, once they become an adult cat, one year in cat life is four year equivalent in wow. human life. So you get an idea of how much can possibly change in four years. Right. So just having a veterinarian with knowledgeable fingers and eyes, look, feel, prod, etc. your cat can be very, very beneficial. And then the lab trends that they map out, give them hints of things that perhaps the cat is hiding. So there again, that's a big step in proactive care for your cat. I know you have three senior cats. What's the age range for them? They're young seniors. Okay only 10 to 13 right now. 
I feel like a young senior myself. I just got my Medicare card. What? I think there's a mistake. <laughs> I'm in that category too. So Yeah. Yeah. So what is it about senior cats? I love it when I hear somebody adopt a senior cat at a shelter. I mean, I love all cats of all ages. I just went through kittenhood with Rusty, the performer. That's a joy. <laughs> Sense of humor is very important. He's sitting right above me going, yeah, yeah. But what is so special about senior cats? Why should people maybe consider them to adopt? And what, what do they bring to us? Senior cats often don't have the kitten antics that would not be safe for an older human, less likely to trip the kitten, less likely to climb up the legs, <laughs> looking for interaction, etc. Senior cats also tend to be very well litter box trained. They don't demand, oh, they're not overly demanding of attention, but they're with you. They share activities. They are very often more amenable to quieter activities, either very quietly natured adults or even for children, older cats can be very much more tolerant sometimes of the handling that youngsters would oh, do with them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody. We're speaking with Dr. Hazel Carney. She knows cats. The cow's got like Vanna White initials after her name. She is also a co-chair or chair on the AAFP Feline Life Stage Guidelines. That's catvets.com. That's your homework assignment. We're going to delve into more about how we can bring out the best in our senior cats after we take this commercial break. So sit and purr. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals. Arden Moore here. Itch, scratch, rub, chew, repeat. Does that sound like what's happening to your pet? Help is here. Zymox skin and ear care products can help calm and soothe your pet's angry skin or red infected ears. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for these conditions. For that itchy pet, Zymox shampoo and leave-on conditioner combines a special blend of ingredients that moisturize, hydrate, and provide oh, soothing relief. For those hard-to-treat areas like body folds or the paws, easy-to-use Zymox topical cream and spray are great options. And for those nasty ears, Zymox ear solution is amazing. And you don't even have to pre-clean the painful ear. No pre-cleaning? Hooray! All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most specialty stores for pets, and online. And you can save 20% off any Zymox or Oratine products on Zymox.com. Just enter the code ARDEN20 at checkout. That's ARDEN20. Visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X.com. Pause up. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Jen Davis, the creator of Garfield, urging you to listen to the O Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Oh, yeah? We'll see about that. 
We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I love you, Dr. Hazel Carney. I'm just going to say that. You rock. You are doing, you have dedicated your entire professional career to make this a better planet for cats. So can I give you a big virtual pause up? Pause up to you, Arden. I just really appreciate the option, the opportunity that you give me to share my passion about cat care with the cat owning public. So let's wheel back in time. What said you? I know I want to be a veterinarian, but you know what? I think I want to focus on cats. What what was the uh, motivation? During veterinary school, my own personal Persian cat had both behavioral and medical problems that stumped the faculty at Colorado State University Veterinary School. What's the name of your late great cat? (laughs) Shah Jahan. I thought it was going to be another cowboy name. Okay. All right. No, we didn't start naming them cowboys until I met my current cowboy husband. Okay. So, So, all right. So the name I can't pronounce, Cat, posed quite a medical challenge. Yes. And my husband and I did actually pull from Shaw a unique virus in the cat. Oh, by the way, just so they know, your husband isn't a plumber by trade. Say his name because he'll love his name being on the show. And he's pretty stellar himself. Oh, he's very stellar. My husband, Dr. James England, is a virologist and a practicing veterinarian. Okay. So finding this virus was kind of special for him as well. It's the cause of the feline warts. Uh, It also causes a skin tumor in the cat. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So when we lost Shaw subsequently, I made him the promise that because at that point in the dark ages, veterinary medicine knew very little about cats, that I would dedicate my career to learning and helping as many other cats as I possibly could. I think that was a good promise. All right, we're going to delve into food because I know uh, there's a zillion diets out there. I know cats are more of a meat eater. You can give all the fancy terms, but you're kind of a fan of canned food. Talk about that. Because cats naturally tend to drink so little. I drink a lot. Just kidding, water. common uh, as cats age. Feeding canned food is the easiest way to get that extra moisture into the cat. Additionally, canned food by its nature can have a different nutrient profile than dry food. Most of the time to actually make a dry pellet, you have to have a fair amount of carbohydrate in the food and cats naturally eat less than 3% of their diet as carbohydrates. I wish I did. Exactly. Some of us love those carbs. And (laughs) just as with the cat, we can tend to gain too much weight on carbohydrate calories because they're so easy to assimilate in general. So I look at canned food as an actual help for the aging cat mainly because of hydration and the fact that it more naturally mimics the cat's usual diet. 
Okay, that sounds good. I mean, my cats get canned and kibble and sometimes a nice freeze-dried treat. I'm not going to name a company that's all protein. And I do make marvelous mutt meatballs and it's for pets. It was approved by Rebecca Remillard, who is the past president of the American Academy of Veterinary Nutritionists. That's another mouthful for a title of a group. So we talked about a little bit about canned. I know you've said to me before, I write the uh, nutrition column for Catster Magazine, everyone. And Dr. Hazel is one of my go-to experts. You talked a little bit about maybe even talking with your veterinarian for your kitty about a milk protein and also cosequin. Tell us a little bit about zykine and cosequin. How's that help hurt and what cats might be good candidates for these supplements? Zylkine is a milk-based extract called alpha casozepine and you oh, talk say about that again. a big I bet, word <laughs> say it again i bet you have a tattoo down your forearm come on exactly alpha casozepine is one of those milk proteins that gives milk the reputation of if you drink it before warm milk before bed you sleep better better it's actually a calming protein proven oh. to be effective in both the cat and other species. So xylkine is used as a supplement to calm low-grade anxiety in the cat. And because it's milk-based, the taste is often not offensive to cats and you can readily incorporate it into food. Where do you get it and how? what's your recommendation? Obviously, working with your veterinarian. Right. Your veterinarian will prescribe Xylkeen if they feel it could be beneficial to your cat. Okay, that's cool. All right. What about if uh, they have some joint and bladder issues? I don't want to just name a brand, but thinking Cosequin, but if there's others, I'm up for you to say. Well, the glucosamine itself has been shown to be beneficial in degenerative joint disease in animals. It does not reverse existing problems, but it will slow the progression of joint degradation, help with mobility. Some cats really seem to feel and move much, much better. Others, depending on the extent of their joint damage, of course, won't respond as well. Unfortunately, studies have disproven the hope that glucosamine would be beneficial in cats with chronic bladder. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. All right. Rip from the headlines. We got Dr. Hazel here. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're helping clarify update, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. No bladder benefits. No. <laughs> I'm writing that down. All right. And the guidelines that they, aha, which I love to say, and AAFP have put together. Let's get our feline off on the right paw, Dr. Hazel. Why is it so important to introduce them to a variety of foods in a variety of textures? Kittens learn and develop preferences of food when they are six months of age or younger. Oh, wow. So the more you expose them to when they're eagerly investigating <laughs> food... Yes. The fewer problems you'll have in the future if you have to introduce an, a change in their diet. Okay. So let's have a game plan because I want to make sure the so what in this is if your cat has to be staying at the vet clinic or has to be on a therapeutic diet later on, they might be more compliant and eat it than if they only had chicken all their life, right? Oh, definitely. That's the big reason for doing this mm -hmm. is 
if they've only had one thing all their life, the likelihood of converting them to another food is so very, very slim. And it will be stressful for them if you do actually get them to convert. Whereas if they've eaten a lot of things in the past, this is just something new to try. <laughs> and they're more willing to interact with the food, to taste it, and eventually to transition to it. So it's not only food flavors, it's food substrates or it's food what is everything it? okay give it's me specific shape it's smell it's taste it's consistency it's whether it's shredded whether it's mushed whether it's dry <laughs> well that's Any actually number, good. just all sorts of things also various things like introduce canned pumpkin introduce squash those are commonly used as cats age to help manage constipation. My Some cats, cats get a, get a dollop of uh, a pumpkin in their meals. Exactly. And that's if they've had it since they were a kitten, it's no big deal if it starts showing up in every meal. All right. That sounds good. I wish the show wasn't just a half hour because I think we're just plowing into some things. What's your take? There's so many diets out there. I mean, now there's diets I see that have crickets and insects and, you know, plant-based proteins. Let's end with that. We're entering a new generation of, of proteins for our cats. Any tips on uh, selecting things or all for these novel proteins? These, I don't know. I saw a bag that had crickets in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cats actually naturally will eat bugs. Okay. So some bug-based protein <laughs> is not unrealistic for them. And with the problems that pet food companies are having getting raw ingredients, I'm sure that we will see more and more variation on the sources of proteins and other nutrients in cat foods. The important thing to realize, however, is that only foods that have gone through what we call AFCO feeding trials Good. can be guaranteed to meet the nutritional needs for a cat at a given life stage that is listed on the label. Okay. And just because a food has lots of glossy, pretty advertising does not ensure its nutrient quality. So you want to investigate a lot before you especially convert a cat that's been doing well on one of the more traditional foods to something newer. So don't shop by looks, shop by what's on the label, make sure it's AAFCO feeding trial approved. Am I doing this right? That's the ultimate. Okay. Okay. All right. You've got your Wyatt Earp, your Calamity Jane, your high silver. What's something they have done to make you a better person? <laughs> And BFF, Dr. Hazel. They've made me laugh at antics. <laughs> okay, that's good. On almost a daily basis. So yeah. just the fact that I laugh every day with them makes me better able to deal with lots and lots of things that, that life throws at me. All right. If you could have a magic wand, what would be one wish you would wish for all the cats out there lucky to have homes? It's a powerful wish, man. You can't win the lotto. You're not allowed to win the lotto on this wish. What is something you wish you could do for all cats? Besides giving them a loving, caring home, the ones that already have a loving, caring home, I would hope have great, compassionate feline medical care. 
All right. That sounds good. The doctor is in and she is Dr. Hazel Carney. Hey, I'm so glad you could be on our show today. What'd you think? Have a good time? Oh, it was great fun. Thanks so much, Arden, for getting the word out about the guidelines for sure. All right. And at this time, too, I want to give it a pause up to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the wizard of pause. Do you guys know he created Pet Life Radio in 2007? And so our show is the longest running pet podcast on the planet. And he's a genius. He's not even saying anything right now, but he's humble. So I am so happy to be part of the Pet Life Radio Network. And I hope you tune into some of the other shows. Please check out the um, guidelines. You just need to go to catvets.com. Ask to look for the feline life stage guidelines, the senior cat. There's tons of other great veterinary backed information on that site. This is what they do, folks. And so if you want, tune in to Meowie Hour each and every Wednesday night on Facebook Live. I work with the Cat Fancier Association. Dr. Hazel, you were a guest on Meowie Hour. You had fun, right? Oh, that was great fun. Yes. Good theme you have there. (laughs) Yeah. We got my producer, Mark Winter, is going to be a guest on our show. Finally got him to be in front of the mic. Well, he'll be behind the mic, but facing uh, everybody. So with his uh, talented wife, uh, Michelle. So everybody, until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.